Today on the Rochester Rundown, a look at racial disparity in Rochester, particularly how it relates to COVID-19. Data shows people of color, black people in particular, are bearing the brunt of Olmstead County's battle with the virus. It's a microcosm of a much larger issue, one that can't be captured in the 10-minute podcast. But today, we'll start to tackle what's behind this health disparity and how gaps in wealth, education, and housing all play into one another. Plus, recaps of Rochester's new mask mandate implemented Wednesday and the latest announcement on a cluster of COVID cases linked to downtown bars. I'm Isaac Janes. It's Friday, July 10th, 2020, and let's get to the news. The latest COVID-19 weekly report released Wednesday by Olmsted County Public Health cites 1,168 confirmed cases of the virus in our county. About 35% of those cases, so about 410, are attributed to black people. According to the American Community Survey, less than 7% of Olmsted County's population is reported as black. That's a five-fold overrepresentation in the data. You know, so, but it's, uh, it's, we have a lot of work to do, you know, and I mean, the data shows that, look, it's just, you know, we're, we're really failing. That is the voice of Wale Alegbede, vice president of Rochester's chapter of the NAACP and a member of Olmsted County's Human Rights Commission. I, I think the fact is, uh, we are in Olmsted County, and I think we need to be leading the world. And, and it sounds really bold, but it's really not that bold. I mean, we have the, the, the best organi- best healthcare organization in the world right here. There's no reason why we should be failing. This disparity in itself is not unique to Olmsted County, but is unique in its sheer size. On a national scale, black people have been infected with COVID-19 at a rate roughly three times higher than white people. In Olmsted County, the rate of infection for black people is almost 12 times higher. One in every 25 black residents of Olmsted County has already contracted COVID-19. This problem hasn't gone unnoticed by Olmsted County Public Health, according to its lead epidemiologist, Megan Sheridan. comes back down to, um, you know, systemic racism, access to care issues. You know, there's a lot of things at play that I think using this data to even show these disparities in Olmsted County, like, I think this can be one of those moments that to show that we do have a lot of issues that we do need to work on in Olmsted County as well. That vast disparity isn't just some statistic, but rather a symptom of a much broader issue. We all know the great stats that get paraded around about Rochester. Lowest overall poverty rate in the country, super high median income, historically and consistently low unemployment, the list could go on. But according to reporting from the Star Tribune, those benefits don't reach everyone living here. Rochester has the largest gap in poverty rates between white and black people among mid-sized metros in America. Dee Sable, executive director of the Rochester Diversity Council, says these disparities are driven in part from people who move here having accrued wealth and an education somewhere else. Economic growth is happening here. But it's not happening for the people that need it most. Like, well, you know, you want to say, you know, that, that all this bad stuff is going on, but you have a higher than average median home income and you have a higher than average um, educational attainment level. But those are not things that reflect the experience of people growing up here, right? We have an influx of more highly educated people. Mm-hmm. Um, we have an influx of people who are making more money 
um, and and that's not reflective of um, you know what's happening to to uh, the majority of our minority populations. The research shows that other factors placing black residents at higher risk for COVID-19 include the fact that they are more likely than white residents to live in more densely populated housing, have a pre-existing condition, and work frontline service jobs. Now, these disparities are not necessarily limited to black residents. Economic class, language barriers, and education affect other populations too, But in a community where a disproportionate number of black people are also refugees and immigrants, the trends are exacerbated. Things that feel minor can turn into large societal issues. How, for example, could a person with little to no knowledge of English be able to read a sign exclusively in English requiring them to wear a face mask? That's a situation in play right now, also on the forefront of Sable's mind. This is absolutely critical, and and everyone, we need everyone to participate. But we're only saying that to certain parts of the population. That communication aspect is exactly the job of two Mayo Clinic researchers behind the Healthy Community Partnership, a program that is partnered with IMAA, Somali American Social Service Organization, and several other local groups to get important medical information into these communities in their native language. Dr. Mark Wieland, one of the study's authors, says the program centers around bringing academic experts together with various community members to make sure the right message is spread to the right people. In these situations, he says, it's wise for the academics to listen instead of lecture. Community members, community-based organizations, academics work together in an equitable par- partnership through every phase of, of the research process. So it starts with identifying an issue together to look at, not an expert-driven different issue but a collective issue um, and then working together through every phase of the process you know, uh, through analysis and dissemination of data. They collaborate with people in these communities with large networks and followings on social media to integrate content specifically built for the community in their own language to get the word out. It's a strategy that is catching on according to the study's senior author Dr. Irene Sia. This project is also, or the framework of this project is also being adopted by other institutions and by other partnerships. Now, all this is not to say Rochester is a bad place to live, and it's not to say that Rochester is the only city facing a massive disparity issue. But what can be said is that the lived experience of Rochester residents is, as a whole, vastly different for people based on the color of their skin. This problem did not start with COVID-19, and it will not end with a vaccine. But according to Oleg Bidet, a candidate for an Olmsted County Commissioner seat, the COVID disparity and others can be tackled with a concerted, consistent effort for years to come, primarily from those in power. Oh, we have a lot of disparities, and, and Olmsted is great, and, you know, and Rochester is a great place to live, but it doesn't work for everybody, right? And so, so we have all these disparities, and I think you know, we're only going to get best when we you know, ensure that it works for everybody. Now, a quick look at the top stories from the week that was on our site, medcitybeat.com. It was debated for weeks, and starting Wednesday, the Rochester City Council made it a reality. Face coverings are required in Rochester's public spaces, notably including retail stores, gyms, bars, and public transit. The order will last through September 4th. Olmsted County public health officials are advising people who visited crowded areas in downtown Rochester between the days of June 26th and July 7th to call their health care providers to see if they need to be tested for COVID-19. 
The department says it is monitoring a cluster of cases linked to various downtown bars. One bar, Dooley's Pub, has temporarily closed after several workers tested positive for the virus. Three new community outreach workers will soon join law enforcement officers while responding to mental health crisis calls in Olmstead County. The county's board of commissioners approved the expansion of a pilot program in place since 2017 that paired a social worker with officers in similar situations. And that is where we'll leave things this week. Be sure to check out the videos of our virtual town hall series featuring the candidates for all the open city council seats, including the president race. Those videos are all on our Facebook page under the videos tab. Thank you to our members for their support of those town halls and local journalism in general. If you liked what you heard today, head to medcitybeat.com membership and sign up. I'm Isaac James from MedCityBeat. Have a great weekend, wear your mask, and I'll talk to you next Friday.